Krishna-chaitanya-devam-shivadha-krishna-padam-sahadana-lalita-shiva-shakana-vitam-vastra-he-krishna-karuna-sindho-dina-bandho-jagat-pate-kupesha-gopika-kanta-radha-kanta-nam
So that is the situation. In this material world, we are suffering. Everyone is suffering, repeated birth, death, old age and disease. We've heard it so many times, we say it just like a formula, birth, death, old age, disease. But we should always consider how much suffering this is. Janma Mrityu Jiravyadhi Dukadoshanudashanam Lord Krishna recommends in the Bhagavad Gita we should seriously consider how this is severe suffering. So real fortune means not to have a big title, Prime Minister, Miss World, or some big title while being beaten by Maya. Real fortune means to get out of this material suffering. Real fortune means to get out of this suffering. So who can get out of this suffering? After many, many lifetimes, someone may be able to become liberated. And even liberation, that isn't the complete position. One has to become a devotee of Krishna. Because if you simply become liberated without serving Krishna, then again you become non-liberated. Again you come back to this material world. So real liberation means to that state in Srimad Bhagavatam. Muktir hitvanyata rupam Real liberation means to be situated in a constitutional position. That means to be situated in a position of service to Krishna. So, who can be situated in the service of Krishna? Bahunam jananamante jitgyanavang mangrabhadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudhulava After many births, one who is actually in knowledge surrenders to Krishna, knowing Krishna to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. So that knowledge of Krishna, that may take many lifetimes of leading a very pure life to come to understand. That means in every birth one has to lead a life very self-controlled, very serious. Then when one cultivates knowledge of the absolute truth over many, many lifetimes, finally he can understand the absolute truth is Krishna and surrender to him. So that knowledge which can be obtained in many, many lifetimes uh, with great difficulty, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is giving. Take it. This highest knowledge of the Absolute Truth is being given. Take it. Our book distributors are going out to people and saying, Take it. Take what? What is this? They are so far away from any kind of transcendental understanding that they cannot realize that when they see the book that this is the nectar for which I've been hankering after, birth after birth. I was trying to be happy by sex in the body of a human being in the body of a demigod, in the body of a donkey, in the body of a worm in stool, I was enjoying or trying to enjoy sex. I tried to be happy as a demigod. I tried to be happy as a cockroach. Sometimes I was a prime minister, sometimes a brahmana, sometimes a shudra. Sometimes I was tortured by others. In so many births I was looking for happiness. I tried to make loving relations with my girlfriend, with my children, but everything ended in frustration. Everywhere I was looking for happiness, I didn't realize I was looking for Krishna. We are searching birth after birth. Where is happiness? Actually, we're searching for Krishna, but we don't know where to look. We don't know actually what we want. So we're so much in a diseased condition that when we finally, after millions of births, we see one book with a picture of Krishna on the cover, and we think, I've got no relationship with this. 
like a person who's got very deep amnesia. Amnesia, that means you forget everything. Maybe you have an accident, you hit your head, and you can't remember your wife, you can't remember your children, you can't remember your own name even. So that is our position. We don't belong in this material world, we belong with Krishna in the spiritual world. But we have very deep amnesia and we can't even remember that we belong with Krishna. And instead of dancing with Krishna, we prefer to be beaten by Maya. Very severe mental disease we all have. Everyone in this material world is crazy. Everyone. Except the devotee of Krishna. Just like if you go in the madhouse, and if you behave like a normal human being, they say, hey, this guy's crazy. One person is scratching at the walls like this. Someone else is standing, giving a speech. <laughs> someone else is... <laughs> if someone comes in and behaves normally, they'll all look at him and say, he's crazy. <laughs> so that's the situation. Everyone in this material world is crazy. And if you don't behave crazy, then they think you're crazy. If you don't spend your life for sense gratification, they consider you crazy. You're following these principles, no illicit sex. You're a young man. How can you do this? It's very dangerous, Hare Krishna movement. <laughs> Teaching people how to spoil their lives. How can you possibly live without sex and vodka and sausages? <laughs> and your whole life is spoiled. Stop this Hare Krishna movement. Let them be normal children. Send my son to the army. Let him go to Chechenia and be shot dead. But never let him join the Hare Krishna. So these are all crazinesses. So it's very difficult. The devotees, they have to go among these crazy people and give them medicine, which they don't want. Just like Prabhupada said, that I thought when I came to America, that I would ask them, my dear American people, you please give up illicit sex, meat-eating, intoxication, and gambling. And Prabhupada said, I thought they would say to me, Dear Swamiji, please go back to India. So it's a difficult job, no doubt. But one who preaches Krishna consciousness, he becomes glorious. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement is for saving people. Those who are picked up out of material life, they have to, when you get picked up, then you have to pick up a book bag and go and save others. It's a difficult job. Physically difficult. You have to carry so many books. You have to go in different kinds of weather, especially here. It's very cold many months of the year. Sometimes you may feel sick or weak, tired. And mentally, it can be very difficult also. Because you have to be very strong to convince people. Many, most people, they don't want they can think of many, many things to do with their money that rather than give it for a book on Krishna. And to keep on going day after day after day requires great determination. But anyone who does that becomes glorious. They are praised by God himself. Do you know that? Krishna himself praises the preachers of Krishna consciousness. There is a very important verse which was spoken by the gopis to Krishna. That's recorded in the Srimad Bhagavatam. And later on, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he relished that verse. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna himself, he very much appreciated this verse. Tavakatamritam taptajivanam kavivi uvitam kaumashapaham shavanamangalam srimadatatam bhuvivinantiye bhuridajana 
this verse says that talks about discussions of Krishna are just like nectar and is just like nectar to bring back to life people who are burning in the fire of material life. Such topics of Krishna, they are appreciated by great philosophers and they spread auspiciousness throughout the world. They destroy, just hearing about Krishna, this destroys all the miseries of material life. Just hearing about Krishna, that in itself is auspicious. So, this Krishna Katha is so much auspicious for the world that anyone who endeavors to spread that throughout the world, he is the most munificent welfare worker. There is no comparison that by opening hospitals or schools, there is no comparison with the welfare work of spreading Krishna consciousness. This is another point. Our devotees should not get diverted into mundane welfare work. Sometimes we think, well, maybe we should open some hospitals and mundane schools and then the people will appreciate us, they'll like us. Of course they'll like it because it's, in, it's to, to help their bodily condition of life. But our real welfare work is distributing knowledge of Krishna. This is to raise people above material life. But uh, people generally, they, they don't appreciate this very much. They appreciate you open some hospitals, some mundane schools and all these things. But we should know that distributing one book of Srila Prabhupada's is more valuable than opening hundreds of hospitals. The same thing in our prasad distribution. Sometimes, when we distribute prasad, sometimes we give the impression that we're feeding poor people. But actually Prabhupada warned against this, that we shouldn't present it simply as some kind of poor feeding. We are not mundane welfare workers. If people are hungry, that's because of their karma. And just giving them food, that won't help them. Because whatever their karmic result has to be, it has to be. If they have to suffer hunger, then if you feed them, then after, later on they'll suffer hunger. But we are giving Krishna Prasad, which is transcendental. The purpose of this is not so much as to fill their belly, but as to give them spiritual impetus. This should be understood, that the Sankirtan movement is for making people fortunate not on the mundane platform, but on the spiritual Krishna conscious platform. So anyone who takes part in this Sankirtan movement, they are most fortunate. After millions of lifetimes, one may not get this chance. We were just singing, Dura to get this human form of life is very rare. To get the human form of life just at the time when the Sankirtan movement is spreading, that is a very great opportunity. In the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, it is described how the demigods in heaven are praying